Well, well, well. Hello, it's me, Josh Vest of the Somewhat Happy Hour. You know, the guy that started this podcast and then said, I'll be back, and then I took a break, and then I came back, and then I said, I'm back, I won't take another, you know, long hiatus. Well, I lied. Uh, my last episode came out in, like, October. Um, life has been busy, okay, bitch? Jeez, you're not a bitch. I didn't mean that. It's not me. It's not me. Are we okay? Okay. Um, yeah, so I've been extremely busy. Uh, you know, you know, just hashtag booked and blessed. Uh, well, you know, I'm a teacher, so I finished off uh, a school year, um, directed a production of Into the Woods, uh, which was a lot of fun, stressful, but fun. Um, then I announced my next season, which is going to be A Christmas Story, my favorite, and then Mamma Mia. And then who knows uh, what shows will come after that, um, or if I'll be acting in some. I have some opportunities uh, to do some plays uh, as an actor, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I might be a little tired, um, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, now I am uh, on the road, uh, kind of, um, for the last few weeks. Oh, there's Hazel in the background. Everyone say, hey, Hazel, welcome back. Well, you can hear she's just hydrating. Hydrate before you dehydrate. This episode is sponsored by H2O. Water. Get some. You need some. Did you drink your water today? Hazel hasn't, obviously. Um, so I'm kind of on the road, kind of not. Uh, I am doing a, uh, um, a sit-down summer engagement of the Royal Hannaford Circus at the Water Safari enchanted forest in old forge new york um it's about a eight and a half hour drive from virginia uh and i joined uh the hannaford circus in May, june june uh for uh like two and a half weeks um i started when we were in manassas virginia and then um i knew i was coming to uh old forge it just so happened to work out that i was already uh or that they were coming to manassas so that's exciting um i was originally going to be with them last october um but things happened and so so yeah now i'm living in a trailer uh <laughs> behind a uh, amusement park uh rides um here in old forge it's really cool it's really nice it's a cute little town the closest Chipotle is 53 miles. I can't talk about it. Anyway. Um, you know, this is a lot. Uh, but get over it. It's my podcast. It's been a while since I've been here. By the way, cheers. Duh. Um, I'm drinking a Blue Moon in a can. Um, they didn't have any bottles. So I bought a 15-pack in cans. I don't know how I feel about it, but cheers. That's me hitting the thing. Um, Blue Moon is probably my favorite beer that's not an IPA. Um, this is my ASMR um, voice, and I think I'll talk like this for the rest of the intro. I have a lot of weird energy because I just woke up from a nap after doing two shows. I'm not going to talk like that. Uh, but so much has gone on. So much is going on. Uh, and I have a great guest for my first episode back. Uh, but enough about her. Anyway, so back to me. Uh, yeah, so I'm in the circus. Um, I'm kidding. I thought it was the most appropriate thing is to bring a circus artist in as I am, uh, you know, working in the circus again. Uh, and this guest is so phenomenal. 
such a sweet person. Um, we've only met through social media. Uh, there's a lot of my guests that are like that. But uh, she is a, a musical theater performer turned uh, showgirl uh, in the Du Portugal Circus, who then was uh, leading the ring um, as the ringmaster of the uh, famous uh, Vernardos Circus, uh, created by former Ringling, Ma- Ringling Brothers ringmaster Kevin Vernardos, who is a true idol of mine, and I hope to get on my podcast this season. Uh, and uh, we talk all about going from growing up in musical theater to becoming a circus performer to becoming a ringmaster and how life in the circus is very different uh, and you have to kind of just, you know, go with it. I think I could have a full episode with Julia uh, talking all about what it's like to live on the road with a circus. Um, I've lived in trailers. I've lived in RVs over my uh, short runs with circuses because I've only been with circuses that, like, you know, I go in for the weekend or I go for a few weeks or this or that. But it's it's always been different. Sometimes in a trailer. Sometimes I'm in a hotel. Uh, here I have a trailer to myself, and this is... It's pretty bougie for a circus person to have their own trailer. Yeah, it's a great episode. Uh, we talk about so many great things. She was a wonderful guest. I hope to get her back again soon to talk more about life in the circus. Um, but yeah, so that's this episode of the Somewhat Happy Hour. Um, I'm trying this new thing where I do a, um, a post-introduction uh, like thing. I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of Smartless, you know, the podcast. Uh, you should listen to it. I highly recommend it. But I've, um, as they say in your town, well, we've talked long enough, I imagine. Enjoy the show, and welcome to the Somewhat Happy Hour. Put on your Crocs and let's get dressed. It's Somewhat Happy Hour with Josh Vest. Uh, well, thanks for being here. Um, I, again, uh, to the listeners, I want to apologize for all the sound. Um, be it to the truck that's next to me or my dog hazel who is uh, <laughs> around um but uh today i have uh julia swan who is in my eyes a circus legend because you've accomplished so much <laughs> in in such a short time um but before i uh, start anything i want to cheers to you uh it's still a little early here oh. and um all of my uh beer is actually expired didn't know it did that Oh, God, uh, not expired. Uh, yeah, it's expired. Um, I traveled all the way here a few days ago, brought all the beer in my mm-hmm. fridge, and then I opened one, and it smelled weird, and it expired in like, March. Didn't know that. Um, when did you so, buy this beer? My God. <laughs> probably like February, but I bought like a 48-pack. So, mm. But, you know, I, I haven't been drinking them a whole lot. I've been drinking a lot of like, uh, I like whiskey a lot, so I've been drinking a lot of whiskey. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, usually I like to drink, you know, IPA here and there, but, uh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. a little, little sour, a little too sour. Um, so those yeah. are, those are gone. Uh, but I'm drinking a Lipton tea. So that's, I this... also have a tea with me. So oh, okay. we're, we're matching. What, what kind of tea <laughs> do you have? I just have a, um, like, just like a packet that you pour into some water and it's okay. a raspberry, lemonade tea moment oh bougie uh, yeah mine's just green tea lipton diet tea 
Mm, oh, those hit things. though. I love those. I love these things. <laughs> um, I was so excited. I went into this little convenience store here and I found them and I was like, this is gold. This mm-hmm. is gold. So, um, so cheers to you. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Thank I'm you so for excited having me. To, to get to chat with you. Um, but uh, before we do anything, tell me about who you. So give me like an elevator pitch on who okay. you are. All right. So Julia Swan. Um, I'm from New Orleans, um, grew up there. I went to a performing arts high school, actually, called NOCA, New Orleans Center for the Creative Arts. So it's like, I tell everybody it's like victorious, but there were no cool lockers. Um, And then I did musical theater there. And then I went to school at Florida State for musical theater as well. And yeah, then I graduated and joined circuses and (laughs) That's my very short. Who am I? <laughs> when did you? Uh, when did you graduate? How recent? So I graduated very recent, last spring. Um, oh wow! So yeah, twenty twenty two. Wow! So that you're fresh, fresh into this world of uh, so very fresh. Yeah. Luckily, I mean, not luckily. I mean, I I dealt with COVID in college, which getting a performing yeah. degree during COVID was um, quite quite the task. But yeah. I am grateful that the world had started to open up by the time I graduated. But you know, would would you ever go back or even now teach an online uh, performance class? Well, actually, throughout college, I taught. I was a piano teacher. I also I I play piano. Um, I was a piano teacher, a voice teacher. Um, at this school in Tallahassee, Florida, called Making Light Productions. We mostly um, it was for kids all over the spectrum, any age. So yeah, I taught for four years there. And yeah, I do miss it a little bit. So it's definitely something I would consider doing. That's beautiful. I love that. Uh, so so you studied musical theater. So you have a BFA, BA, yeah. MFA, BFA, BFA, BFA okay. music theater. Yeah. Yeah. That's the fun one. Uh, <laughs> now, so I went to college in Virginia, uh, mm-hmm. but I didn't do musical theater. I was a theater education and performance. Uh, uh, oh, wow. Uh, so did you have a lot of, uh, I don't know, what, like a splash of everything in musical theater or was it like singing, dancing, acting done? So kind of a splash of everything. So the way that the program works at FSU. So a big reason I did want to go there is because it is still a big state school. So I still got, I still had to take gen ed classes and have a normal college experience while having their conservatory style training. And our classes were split up between the school of theater. Mm-hmm the school of music and the school of dance. So I was taking classes with their school of dance, taking music classes with the music school there. And then um, we did have professors that were just for the BFA music theater program. Um, Like um, our head of program, Kate, um, our acting teacher that we had for many years, Jean, um, and then our, our voice teacher, Gail Seaton, who is just an angel on earth. She actually retired my junior year. So then we had Elisa Hauser come in for her, who was our new um, voice head of the program. But yeah, it was definitely um, a splash of everything because, you know, running around between all the different schools, taking those specific classes, also had to take things like, you know, theater history, had to do stagecraft stuff. So a little bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Directing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. <laughs> were you, so you studied acting a little bit. Mm-hmm. did you study where i went to school they focused on the stanislavski method mm-hmm. which I, personally i'm not a fan of and i teach drama as well uh, yeah. i'm not uh clowning around and absolutely I, uh i can't stand 
Stanislavski personally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's a very dated system that's not safe. But did you did you all focus on anything? Um, not really. It, it mostly depended on the teacher that you had. So um, it was more of like a we'll give you all these different techniques. Take what you will from it kind of thing. So there was some Stanislavski in there, some Uta Hagen, like that's that's my queen. Uta Hagen yeah. is my queen. I'm obsessed yeah. with Uda Hagen. I make Mother. my students read a respect for acting, mm -hmm. uh, which I think I read when I was in an acting class in college. I think it was like yeah. the first acting class I ever took. They were like, read this book. It will mm -hmm. become either your favorite or least favorite. And exactly. Yeah. Now I live, breathe Uta Hagen. I don't really use <laughs> acting methods when I'm in the circus, but uh, I mean, I guess Viola Spolin would be the closest person to uh, circus uh, acting in a way. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, hey, I mean, if it's working for you, it's working. So there you go. <laughs> and then so, we also had another teacher who was um, he would had a very physical um, way into acting. So lots of different avenues. And then, yeah, take what yeah. you want kind of thing. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It was more of a here's a bunch of them instead of here's one person. Mm -hmm. This is what we love here. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so uh, you came from the theater world. You're now in the mm -hmm. circus world. But before we can go into the circus, let's talk about uh, theater. Uh, when did this come into your life? How did this, how did musical theater? Uh, so um, I, nobody in my family is artistically inclined in any way, shape or form. It's very odd that I have ended up where I have ended up. Um, but when I was very young, I think a family friend showed me the the recording of Cats, the musical. I love Cats, the musical. I thank God. I'm always so scared to bring that up in front of people because they either hate it or they love it. Oh, and especially with one of my favorite shows ever. Oh, oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. Yeah. So I love Cats. I eat it up. And that I was obsessed with it growing up also introduced me to Phantom of the Opera. So I became a big Andrew Lloyd Webber girly at a yeah. very young age. Um, and yeah, so growing up, I really liked those two musicals in particular. And I started taking like piano lessons and I was always in dance classes. Um, and then when I was like 11, um, my mom's friend saw that they were doing Beauty, the Beauty and the Beast somewhere. And my mom said, do you want to audition for that? And I said, yeah, why not? And I sang My Heart Will Go On. <laughs> As an 11 year old auditioning for Beauty and the Beast. Course, and yeah, as one does. Yeah, I was the obvious choice. Um, <laughs> weirdly enough, I wasn't cast as Belle. It was very strange. <laughs> yeah, it started there. I also was always very into films. I just loved movies so much growing up. My dad, um, he's a police officer and he would often take the details of just the cop that stands at the movie theater and make sure nobody's getting into bad business. And I would just show up with him at 5 p.m. and watch as many movies as I could till his shift ended at like midnight. Uh, um, so I was always very um, inspired and interested in storytelling in general. And then when I got into musical theater, I was like, oh, this is this is the avenue I, I'm, I'm digging the most. So, and so real, I, real quick, though, I want to stop mm -hmm. you. You said your father would uh, pick up shifts at the movie theater as the security. Mm -hmm. So does that mean you never snuck anything into the theater? Have you ever snuck anything into the theater? Oh, always. Okay. That's the only Just way to do sure. it. I've been that was also my first job working at that same movie theater. And yeah, sneak stuff into the movie theater. Nobody cares. No. No. Who actually cares? Right. Like you have to find <laughs> someone that's like really like passionate about that to be like, uh, why does your crotch look 
insanely squared or something. I don't know. Exactly. Like, like what why are you, are you doing? looking? What are you hiding? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, I'm going to pause real quick. Um, so your, your video is like this for me right now. Mm -hmm. Um, is my video like that for you or is that just you? It's like, yes, this. I have my phone. No, I have my, yeah, I have my phone sideways. And I think oh, because you have headphones, the zoom app that... on the phone. Oh, okay. yeah, I would put it the correct way, but I have headphones in and then they would, you that know, makes sense. Okay. Understand. I might keep that so in you're the podcast. Just... I might not. Uh, hey, maybe you should. You're just gonna always know me sideways yeah, now. Yeah, so. I'll never know what you look like, you know, <laughs> like that. Um, so, so you fell in love with film. You fell in love with cats. Have you ever have you ever had the opportunity to audition for cats, the musical? No, I have not. Would would you like like absolutely? You know, I know you're on tour with the circus, but you know, there's the non-equity national tour that's been going on for like a year and a half. I know. And I know people in it and they keep posting all their pictures and their little cat costumes. And it just, I'm just really happy for them. You know, I'm a little sad I, for myself, but I'm really happy for them. <laughs> I got through a few of the callbacks for uh, Buster for Jones in the mm. uh, uh, recent uh, round of auditions. It was like a mm -hmm. year ago, I think is when this tour started up again. And yeah. Their biggest thing was, Oh, you're a little um, shorter than our last guy. And that's how non-equity theater works is if yeah. you can't fit into that costume. So sorry. But in my opinion, Buster for Jones is the best character in the show. Right. Besides. <laughs> Hot uh, take. <laughs> um, yeah. Forget uh, what's her name. Grizabella and old Deuteronomy, all those guys. Um, Skim Skimble. Is that his Shanks? name? Skimble Skimble Shanks. Yeah. Shanks the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the best number in the show. Hands down. Um, what did you think of the movie? Oh, I refuse to watch it. Oh, you've never seen it? No, I'm not subjecting myself to that. Oh, you I'm have not. to watch it though. No, I went I... with friends, uh... like college friends, and mm -hmm. a few of them had been in productions of Cats, and so they mm -hmm. like you know were so excited, and and I was like, I love this show, and then people were hating it. It was an empty theater. It was like a week after it yeah. came out, and it. <laughs> It would have been a great animated film. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it, it, it's, you know, one of those things where you're like, huh. It also just, it's just crazy that it even happened because T.S. Eliot, like, would not sell the rights to that poetry book to, like, to save his life. He did not want to, he didn't sell it to Disney to make an animated film out of it. And then Andrew Lloyd Webber convinces them to do it and then he's you know no longer nobody in his family i guess is around to tell them no and then this film happens like i just right. know he's rolling over and it's, it was such a bizarre thing i was uh, this art someone sent me this article yesterday there's mm -hmm. a revival of cats coming to new york not on broadway I saw but that. off broadway it's in like a dance club or something like that or, mm -hmm. I, I don't remember something but i'll be there opening night for sure oh yeah, absolutely. Like I saw it and I kind of skimmed through it and I was like, I don't know what this is, but I'm here for it. Yeah, I'll, like 100%. I will go and dance with the cats. Mm -hmm. Like for Period. sure. I, I would never be one of those people that would show up to Cats the Musical in a cat outfit. They have my full support. No, absolutely. And, I, and I'm so glad that we're on the same page as cats. Yes, me it's it's really making this whole thing worth it. Like yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> now, there's cats people and then there's phantom people mm -hmm. and then there's the in-between do you know anything about bad cinderella Who, i know uh, i've heard some of the music and i've watched some of the videos but i 
Uh-huh. It's, it's yeah. just it's just so aggressively what's happening on Broadway right now that I don't it, like. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like... so I think we're in the middle of this like wannabe contemporary mm-hmm. uh, musical world and it, it it just doesn't work. I mean, no, it's not hitting. I've the last show I saw on Broadway was I saw Company with Patti LuPone. And, oh, incredible. I, mean, I sat in the front row which I paid way too much for it, but I was like, this is Oh, I'm sure. This is the Queen Patty LuPone. Uh, and then I saw I saw something else and it was like super contemporary and I was like, no, I don't like this. I don't like mm-hmm. this this new world of musical theater that's um Yeah. I actually when I was touring after I'd gotten into FSU, they invited me to like come to a tour to see if I would want to go there. And the day that I toured, they happened to be having a master class with Patty LuPone. So I just got to sit in on this little master class with Patty Lapone and was like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely going here. Like, did you she sold yell at anyone? Oh, absolutely. She also, it was so funny. Everybody would start singing their song and she would stop and look at the pianist and be like, lower the key, <laughs> lower it. <laughs> and, and at that point, you can't argue with that. You just be like, yes, Patty mm-hmm. is right. Always, always. Patty is right. I can't hit these notes. So did you Why get to meet I? Patty at all? No, I sat in the back like a scared little high schooler. Oh, I would have been like, hey, 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 Patty. It's me. Hey, Patty. Uh, I love. Wow. I'm really jealous of that. Uh, So you love theater. I do. How the hell did you get into the circus? It's a great question. Well, so after I graduated, I was like, hmm, what am I going to do with my life? Um, And I'd made plans with different friends to move here, move there. I like went on a trip to Greece. I don't know. I was just trying to figure it out. And um I ended up staying in Florida for a few months with my boyfriend at the time. And I was applying to a bunch of stuff online, but I was just feeling very uninspired at that point. And then I came across a listing for dancers for this circus for Do Portugal. And I was like, huh. I'd never thought about circuses as a thing that I could do, but I'm gonna apply to this because it seems like a cool job. I want to travel a lot in my life. Um and also FSU has an amazing circus program yeah. that I just never, like I saw, I've seen the show because one of my friends, I have actually multiple friends who are in it, but it was, I never really got involved in any way, shape or form or thought about it. But um, yeah, I applied to be a dancer here and I heard back, you know, went back and forth, sending videos, whatever. And I got the job and I was like, you know what, this is, this is what we're going to do. And I just took the it's, leap with it's it. It's a <laughs> fun life. It's nothing like yeah the whole theater aspect i mean Mm -hmm. no amount of technical theater could ever have uh helped me uh when it comes to (laughs) setting up like a a tent (laughs) and um manual labor which is Mm -hmm. like you know as someone who studied performance i was like oh you know i don't know a ton about this i know how to like you know hang a light and Maybe. as a teacher, I was like, okay, now I know how to do this. But then when I started to do more circuses, I was like, oh, you want me to hold what? And like climb on what now? And it's, you, you yeah, know, put this where? What is that exa- called? <laughs> exactly. Like I, or, you know, the, I remember the last show I was with, they asked me to tie a certain knot to hold someone up to help them hang lights. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't, I was never a Boy Scout. I, I was in nah. theater as a kid and, you know, I didn't do sports um you know the so trust this, this that nothing. these people have in us to know what they're saying and yeah. to save their lives with said not right or right. by screwing said thing in together i'm like wow yeah or the amount of times i've had to hold uh like the towers the tent towers where they're like mm-hmm. okay just look up and hold it 
And it's like, what happens if I lose my footing? And they're like, eh, I'll come down. Why are you trusting me? (laughs) Okay. Like, you know, I I don't really look like someone and I'm not someone who works at it all the time. And Mm -hmm. so having to hold this like 200 pound bar while someone is like on like, you know, someone else's shoulders just waiting for me to, you know, drop it. Okay. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, and it's such a unique experience to have because it's mm-hmm. so different than any of the performing, uh, world. Absolutely. Uh, Cause you have one, you have more, more often than not half the cast is not from, you know, uh, every, like you're not all from the same area. You're oh, all from, no. Like at the last tour I was with, um, we had someone from uh, Mongolia. We had someone from uh europe and then there was me the american clown and Mm -hmm. you know all these like a little other random places in the world and it's you know in musical theater you kind of just and as we know in musical theater it's very here's this and this is how it's always been and then that's how it's gonna go Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's beautiful because the circus is so diverse so Uh, diverse and and just as chaotic as you would imagine a circus to be oh my god and, and and it's you know when people say like the whole circus family, it's I at least in the shows I've worked with, it's very true. Is you find mm-hmm. like uh, you'll have your little group of people you hang out with, but overall, um, it's such a great feeling to be in because you are like a family because you're with each other all the time, even if all the time. I mean, like our our trailers are all next to each other, so it's not like uh, I'm not going to see you walking the lot or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, I can like. Our, our shit tanks are right next to each other like how much exactly. closer can we be yeah like you know i you know <laughs> there's only so much that i can now hide from you besides mm-hmm. that and that's the beautiful part of the world of the circus is it so and i'm an introvert so and as a clown that's you know its own thing but mm-hmm. being in the circus you can't be introverted not really i no. mean i do have I do have my own trailer for this show that I'm working on, but that, you know, that hasn't always been like, this is the first time I've ever had a yeah, trailer for myself. Uh, I'm, nice. <laughs> and it's like, wow, I come back to my little, my little trailer and it's just nice. It's quiet. And I'm not like trying Crazy. to fight someone. Like, hey, are you going to, you going to cook something? I was going to cook something. Are you going to shower now? I was going to, okay. Is the water yeah, on? Yeah, no? exactly. Okay. Yeah. Can I turn? Oh, you off? What? what? <laughs> yeah. The, the mess of, is this yours? It was just it's it reminds me of uh like your typical college roommate mm-hmm. thing where you're like oh hey did you use my butter like that's cool. no literally I'm cool with it but like <laughs> but did you, you let me know yeah that way, you know we can go to Costco or mm-hmm. just kidding there are no co- I haven't seen a single Costco when I've been on the road uh but um it, it it's such such a unique world and explaining to people that aren't circus people that this is the world and uh how difficult of a life it can be mm-hmm. um yeah it's so impossible to explain like just until you're in it yeah and, yeah I, I mean you know and someone asked me if it was like what it would be what life was like working in a carnival and i was like i don't know what it like what it's like to work in a carnival i mean mm-hmm. you know i know what it's like to work in a circus and that's yeah. about as far as I know. I don't know what the carnival world is or the what are they call no, like literally. carnies or one something of, like that. One of the mis- mo- one of the most disorienting things for me is when I'm in the tent 
like performing a show after we've gotten to a new town and then I go to walk out of the tent and all of the trailers are in a new like order or just the surroundings are different and it's just like whenever I'm in the tent and I can't see what's outside my brain is picturing like this hodgepodge of all the cities we've been to and it just is it makes like I never know what I'm walking outside to (laughs) (laughs) it's that's such a such a real thing as you're like that wasn't there a week ago and uh oh cool i'm neighbors with this person now yeah uh, like oh out of this side flap i can see that person's trailer huh last week it was this anyways what's yeah. my end? like <laughs> that or or the the joking of like uh you know you see the you go into the ring you become someone else and then you step out of the ring and it's like oh that's just phil you know yeah who doesn't like anybody but in the ring he's like a 10 out of 10 uh and like you don't mess with him you know well, unless after, he likes you after one of the shows um when i was with fernardos um i there was this bar like right by the tent basically we were kind of behind this social club place but i had taken off all my makeup and had gone to the bar with um this guy christian who does lights for them and this one woman who was very intoxicated outside of the bar had just seen the show and she was just explaining it to us and was like oh my gosh you guys like this circus and we were like yeah no we know we're a part of it she's like oh my gosh you are like that's so and she just ran like went on and on about the show for like 10 minutes until christian was like you know she was the ringmaster right and she was like no way I mean, you're still pretty without makeup on. I just didn't realize. And I was like, what <laughs> It's It's so <laughs> weird, though, when you do get recognized. Like, have you been out and then someone's just staring at you? Yes. And they're like, you were in that circus I saw. And you're mm-hmm. just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I was. But it's I've had different um, uh, uh, experiences, you know, because so I'm a mm-hmm. clown. I wear the nose. Yeah. Uh, I didn't always wear a nose, but now I'm starting to wear noses more. Embrace and the nose. Absolutely. And I think it's so funny when people recognize me in public and go, you look so different without the red nose. It's like, (laughs) well, yeah, it it is a fake nose. So Mm -hmm. that's a part of it. Uh, There's that. Or, you know, like in between shows, if there's like a little market or or something nearby and I go somewhere in between and and just grab something. And then the looks you get from people like when everyone's still in their show makeup and you're just like, exactly. Can I get yeah, like I have a, my, like... a beer and, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, it's, it's great. Uh, so you just talked about I live for it. I am so excited to talk about. This is one of my favorite shows ever. I have been a Kevin Venardos mm-hmm. fan since I was <laughs> very, very young. Uh, he's quite the man, quite the man. And he's, in my opinion, one of the best circus performers Ever. Uh, so I I grew up in uh, the I didn't grow up. anyway, but I saw him all in all the Ringling shows that he did from his very first oh. one to his very last one. That's that's oh how gosh. old I am. Uh, that's so cool. Uh, I'm in my I'm, I'm still in my 20s, so I can still say that. But I, I grew up <laughs> seeing him and everything, seeing yeah. him in all the shows. I've seen his show once when it was in Virginia a few years mm-hmm. ago. Uh, but he he keeps his tour. What I like about his tour, he doesn't go to the big cities. He goes to like outside of the cities, mm-hmm. um, which is really neat. And you had the chance. You were were you the first female ringmaster of the Venarno Circus? I yeah, I was the first only other person other than Kevin. <laughs> well, I know that I think... uh, Jonathan Lee Iverson. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, uh, I know one other person stepped in for him when he got sick for yeah yeah. A and night other or than so. that, it's been like just him. He's yeah. the ringmaster. He's the face of the show. 
Mm-hmm. How did this how did this happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, so towards the end of my first contract with this circus, I was um, it's funny. It's like how you talk about seeing, oh, yellow cars. I don't see yellow cars. But then you think about it and you see them everywhere. That's how it felt after joining the circus. I never thought about circuses or seen them anywhere. And then as soon as I joined one, they They're were everywhere. everywhere I turned. Everywhere yeah. I looked, there was a circus. And I kept seeing more things popping up on casting sites for circuses, too. And I was like, okay, I'm all in. Apply, apply, do, apply. Do you use uh, circus talks? I don't. Oh, it's great. I think it's what it's called. Circus, circus talk. talks. Circus talk. Circus talks. Yeah, it's great. I'll look it up after this. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, and so I saw a listing for a circus needing a ringmaster. Yeah, they didn't clarify like they didn't care about gender or anything just saying and then saying that it was kind of more of a musical theater forward role not and so i was like oh this would be perfect and especially after being here at that point for three months um and only dancing i was kind of missing you know the singing and acting aspect of what of all my training and i was like this would be a really cool thing to apply for and so i sent in my videos and they also just wanted a video um introducing yourself so i was just like hey i'm from here i'm actually and i had this other circus tent behind me i'm like i'm actually with this circus right now but my contract's almost over and i would love to stay in the world hit me up kind of deal so i sent that in and lady beast who worked for vernardos for a while um reached out to me and was like hey we loved your stuff could we talk more and then i facetimed kevin and we just really really hit it off it was like our first facetime call it was it was actually we happened to be only a couple cities away from where Bernardos was which was a really weird coincidence when we facetimed and it was snowing where i was and i never see snow because i'm from new orleans so i'm outside like oh my gosh it's snowing so i'm already having this magical day and then meeting kevin and we just obviously he did musical theater and then fell into the circus world and we just had very similar outlooks on theater and what i learned from circus and yeah we really hit it off and it was just a wonderful facetime um and he was like, yeah, I basically need somebody to cover for me for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And do you want to do and that? Would you would you take the leap? And I was like, um, absolutely. How long were you with the show for? Only two weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, it was quick. Oh, yeah. So I I think I so I saw Do Portugal in Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, okay, yeah. So I was in it when you yeah. saw it. Oh, were you? Yeah. Okay. I must have been. Um yeah. so that was before you went to Vernardos? Yeah. So we did I did Charlottesville with Do Portugal, then I did Harrisonburg with Do Portugal, then I left. Um went to Houston with Bernardo's for a couple weeks and then ended up coming back to do Portugal. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, then I saw you in uh, the show. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so you were in the show and now Kevin's mm-hmm. show has like a little story to it because it's very uh-huh. musical theater. It How is. did you work that into the show as since you are not Kevin Bernardo's, you are not a Bernardo's. Unless, no. did you pretend to be Mrs. Renardos or how, how did that <laughs> <No>. work? <laughs> I did not. So, yeah. So um, he sent me all of the music, obviously, because there's three songs that the ringmaster sings. Um, and 
then sent me his script, which looking back is kind of funny because I know that this script probably just came from him riffing, you know, yeah. and then him probably having to like then go back and write it down for me, which was funny. Um, but yeah, he sent me the just like a script to kind of go off of. But yeah, the whole story, um, the show right now is, you know, building a dream. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, you kind of come into this world with the opening song talking about what it is to build any kind of dream, whether it be you know, you're just building a house with a friend, you're building a birdhouse, you're building your life, you're doing whatever, and then kind of weaving together, building this circus dream that he has built. Um, so yeah, just kind of trying to step into his shoes for a second and be like, hmm, what if I built this dream? <laughs> and what was that like being in that show? Like, you know, you're so, so you said you're not from the circus world, but once you joined it, had you heard about him at all before you joined the show? Did you know who he was or his show at all? No, not really. I'd heard of so many different circuses after joining. People would always be like, oh, have you heard of this circus? Have you heard of this one? Oh, well, my friends in this one. Did you see this one? And I'm like, ah, like and they I, all know each other. Like, you know, exactly. One thing I've learned, if you say no to a contract with one company and then you try to go work for another one, they're like, well, we heard you said no to them. And it's like, well, how do you know these people? <laughs> Whoa. Hey, they're, chill they're out. all like connected. They're all friends or they're mm -hmm. all in many cases once person from another family circus is in someone else's circus and yeah. it's just everyone knows each other it's ridiculous yeah so yeah i hadn't heard of vernardo's specifically i mean maybe i had but had then since forgotten but no it was one of the scariest things i had ever done because it was all very very fast it was um i had said yes to do it and then was being flown out to houston basically the next week wow um so I had a very short amount of time to learn the lyrics, learn the songs. Um, I love then, that you had a costume that looked just like his. I know it was it was that one was of Lady hilarious. Beast. It was so cute too. I ate it up. It was one of Lady Beast's friends um, in New Orleans. She's like an incredible. She does incredible costuming. She does a lot of burlesque stuff. But um, the costume I showed up, it fit. We were like, thank God. Um, <laughs> and I, when I got there, they were actually just starting setup that day. So they were like, hey come help us set up. And I was like, all right, here we go. Yeah. Um, and those grounds, it was actually on like grass. Okay. So it was, so there was, um, it was quite the muddy day. Um, but yeah. And I got a couple rehearsals maybe. And at, yeah, the at first... that point, had you helped put up a tent yet or anything like that? Yes, but not to the extent that I helped with that one because here at, um, do Portugal, the dancers, we only do very certain things. Mm hmm. And then the guys just all do the rest. Yeah. Um, but then there it was like, all right, everybody, let's get it. Let's do it. Which I, I mean, I was just learning as I was going. Um, and oh, yeah. it was That's also nice. It, yeah. yeah. And it was nice also being able to kind of meet the cast in those circumstances, you know, because it's all very, <laughs> very quite camaraderie. Real and, very you know, real. That's very how quick. you know who you can click with, who you're like, mm, exactly. hello, how are you? Kind of like colleague. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. And then. Funny. The very first, yeah, I think I got like one rehearsal with everybody just kind of running through the numbers. And then there was the show that Friday night. I think I got there on a Wednesday or a Tuesday. And then the show was Friday. Um, And yeah, Kevin was sitting front and center for that show Ugh. that my first show to watch me, which was him being supportive. But I was also like, ah! <laughs> was that weird with him being like, you know, this is the welcome to the Bernardo Circus as Kevin Bernardo is sitting in front of me. Did you mention him at all or? Did you, um, were you not supposed to? No, I didn't. I didn't mention him, especially because it was my first time 
really doing the whole show. Um, I was really just trying to stick to the script and I yeah. didn't really, I didn't riff off as much from it because I wanted to just get down, make sure that I knew all the lyrics and everything before I kind of more of my own spin on it. Um, sure. And yeah, he was, it was, it was a very emotional night for him as well. Seeing, cause it was, you know, his first time watching his, his baby, yeah. his literal baby yeah, be done by somebody else. Somebody who's very different from him. Right. Um, yeah. So it was, yeah, he was literally like after the show teary eyed, like being like, thank you. And just being so, so kind beautiful. about everything. And it was, it was honestly so emotional and so beautiful. And I did not expect that. And I was like, wow, this is wonderful. And you're wonderful. You're two completely different people. One, mm-hmm. he is to this day, one of the tallest people I have yes! ever met in my life. I don't know. How, how tall are you? I'm five, seven. Okay. And he's like, what? Like, six foot ten or something it feels six, like that when yeah you talk to him yeah who knows you're just staring up yeah you're like, oh hey wow you're tall so so literally very big shoes to fill <laughs> literally did you get to wear his top hat or did you have another top hat i had i had my own top hat oh, okay yeah i don't know if his would have even fit me <laughs> i mean <laughs> I never tried his, it on. his costume is so iconic in the in mm-hmm. his show it's it's beautiful it has the sparkles and it has everything yeah. you want a ringmaster now, exactly. when you joined the circus less than a year ago, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, did you think, oh, I'm going to be a ringmaster? Did you know what a ringmaster was? I did, and it was something that I was always interested in doing because, mm-hmm. um, obviously, I don't do any of the other any other circus acts, but I n- always knew that was something that I could do, and I had seen online applications for other ringmaster circuses all over the world. And I was like, that's something that I could really really get into so it was something that i'd always had in the back of my brain so when i did get this opportunity i was very excited about it now is that something you would like to go back and do did would did kevin ever say if he's out he'll just give you a call and you'll just yeah basically there you (laughs) go there you go uh is there any other like have you auditioned i don't know if if, if that's okay to ask if you've auditioned for other ringmaster positions or uh would you look into it I would definitely look into it. I haven't. Um, yeah, no, I, I haven't seen any since. I also honestly just haven't been looking because I just sure. came back here and got a little yeah. settled and was like, yeah. <sighs> but no, it's definitely something I want to continue with in the future and look into. And uh, uh, having a, a woman ringmaster is not something that's super common. It, it's, no. it's Which is weird to think uh, because I, I feel like in the circus world, it makes you would just feel like it would be something like, you know, oh, this show has a has a male ringmaster, yeah. has a female ringmaster. And instead it's like, wow, this show is the first one in a hundred years to have a, you know, a, a female ringmaster. Yeah, like, it was well, not something strange. that, like I was obviously thinking about so many other things on those mm-hmm. first few performance nights. Cause yeah, I did the first Friday show and then we had the three show the Saturday. Three show so it Saturdays, was just like, yeah. I had to get with it really quick. Um, But yeah, after, during, cause I have the numbers and the speeches in the show. Um, but then also just during the show, Kevin usually is just walking around and interacting with people. Yeah. So I did the same thing. And during intermission, I had so many people and a lot of older people being like, oh my gosh, it is so amazing to see a woman ringmaster. Like, this is so cool. So inspiring. And like all these little girls were so excited to see yeah. me up there. And it was something that I just didn't think of. And I was like, oh my, like it really was heartwarming. And it made yeah, me even more grateful to have the experience. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is more than I thought it was. And this is it's, really cool. It's such a treat too, you know, mm-hmm. and to be the first ringmaster, female ringmaster of his show, I'm sure is also like its own honor. 
Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. So you have um I don't this is really random. I don't know if you have this problem, but do you find glitter all over yourself now that you work in a circus? Yes. Glitter well, not even glitter, but there's these um Susan here who is our choreographer. She's yeah, yeah, an I've aerialist, to her a few she's a dancer. Yeah. yeah, she's everything and more. She has a quick change act. Um, and she also does all the costuming here. Anyways, again, the woman. But she in her quick change change act, there's these like um what is the word they're like little rectangle sparkly things uh um, like not bedazzles like, but like they're almost little... like confetti they're almost yeah. like confetti yeah, yeah, yeah. used in her act and they are everywhere and yeah. they find themselves everywhere and also we have new costumes that we're going to implement when we do open here um and they have yellow feathers on them and those yellow feathers are already already oh, yeah. we, we we rehearsed with them once and they, i'm already finding them in my socks <laughs> so. i uh i had my suit uh you know taken care of recently and mm-hmm. they the woman that did it she couldn't find a bedazzler because i said i wanted to have sparkles and stuff so she bought mm-hmm. uh uh gorilla glue fabric spare spray and like glitter oh wow and was just she said she just threw it everywhere on it which and it sticks, but like on the pants, it doesn't because you know you're moving mm. so much. So in mm-hmm. our little dressing room here, um, I'm in a park. I'm in like a theme park in upstate New York for the summer. Uh, okay. And in that little shed of a dressing room, it's everywhere, and I feel so bad. Uh, it's like a trail, <laughs> and it's never go. going away. No, 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 it's never leaving. So it's my... kind of like, well, I don't need to sign the wall here. Here's uh, here's my, my glitter puddle of where I stood. No, one of the running jokes here with the first cast that I came with to Portugal um, in my little box, it was like my first day or two with the circus. I bought a 10 pound bag of jasmine rice because I love rice. And I was like, I'm just going to make a lot of rice at a time and eat it. I opened the bag, proceed to spill all 10 pounds of rice in this little shoebox. And every single time we move cities, rice comes out of the crevices from somewhere. And it's never, it's never going away. Never. No, that's, I mean, that's, hey, you know, sorry to lose all that rice. Uh, That would (laughs) devastate as someone who eats a lot of rice. So I'm a, uh, I'm a Filipino American. So Mm -hmm. I grew up eating rice for every meal of the day. So personally that struck me and I'm a little upset about it. It hurt. Uh, I could cry thinking, oh my God, (laughs) all that rice is just gone. All of it. Oh, um, but it's not gone picking it it's up haunting and, the um, rice is haunting in Portugal circus <laughs> speaking of this show we haven't even talked about what you're currently working on you're yeah. in one of one of my favorite shows to go see is the do portugal circus oh, um, yay. a show that's constantly every year i see it uh, that i have been able to go see it it's different mm-hmm. there's different acts mm-hmm. there's different people um but sometimes there's still like the same core uh, yeah. performers tell me about that so you're you audition for the show. You're a dancer. Mm-hmm. You yes. leave to go do the Bernardos. Mm-hmm. And now you're back. Was this a, all a now part of I'm the back. plan? Did you plan to come back? No, I didn't. I When I left here, I was like, all right, this, I mean, I loved it. I loved it here. I had such a great group of girls that came in with me. Um, and I was like, yep, I'm leaving. And that's that. And then I did Bernardos. And then afterwards, I had things happen in my personal life. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I messaged Susan and was like, hey, if you do need any dancers anytime soon, just keep me updated in case I want to. And then she immediately came back and was like, actually, we need somebody now. Could you come back? And I was like, you know what? Sure. 
So, so, <laughs> how, so you're back with the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long are you with the show? Do you have an end date? Yeah, I'm here till September. Oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then sky's the limit. Who knows what will happen? Uh, Who knows? Do you see yourself working in the circus world for the next few years? Or do you think you'll go back to musical theater? Where would you like to go? Ah, I don't know. I so going being in a BFA program, as I'm sure anybody who's ever been in a musical theater BFA program can tell you is a lot. It can be very it's just it, it, the world can become so small and competitive. And um, I love musical theater so, so, so much. It has gotten me through so much. I care so deeply about it, but it can also be a toxic industry. And I think um, I was so lucky to fall into the circus world because it is so drastically different from that. Nobody's I've never felt in the circus world that I'm like competing with anybody other than than myself you know what i mean like everybody's right. everybody's doing something different and everybody's working on themselves and their act and it and, is and again, like you said this family that, atmosphere that type you know you do musical mm-hmm. theater you play a type like i for a long long time i played the goofy friend yeah or and when i got older and my voice got deeper i would play the villain and, you <laughs> yeah know, you just you get stuck in these roles uh, mm-hmm. But in the circus, you don't like the last show or the current show I'm with uh, in their big top tour, uh, their clown, their other clown. He is um, an aerialist. He, he he does all these wonderful things, mm-hmm. which, you know, as someone who's just a clown, uh, because I that's what I choose and that's what I do. It, it makes me laugh thinking all these people are up at God knows how many hours of the day rehearsing. And I yeah. just, you know, am sitting around until it's time to do a show and be like, I hope the gag works. I hope <laughs> I hope no one's a pain in the butt when I bring them up from the audience. Yeah, literally. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I've talked to other clown friends that are like, yeah, you know, all these people are going to the gym constantly. And then I'm kind of like, I'm gonna go buy a pizza if anyone wants no, literally, some pizza. Two of, two of the, the guys who do the like hand to hand strong guy act in the Bernardo mm-hmm. Circus, they one day backstage, they were like, oh, like we're going to the gym tomorrow. Do you want to come? And I'm like, that is the scariest question anybody's ever asked me. Yeah. You two of the the most muscly, I don't know what, eight, 12 pack you guys have going on asking me to go to the gym. Yeah. I it's... think I would die. I think I would die. So I'm going to have to pass. <laughs> yeah. I just did a show with a guy. His name is Tolga. He's a strong man from Mongolia. And mm-hmm. he was with Ringling. He's done all these other shows. He's been on like America's Got Talent and then like blah, blah, blah on talent throughout the world. And yeah. him and this other guy, the guy that owns the other circus, they were always talking about how, they're, how, you know, they're getting in shape, blah, blah, blah. And I would be like, wow, you guys are like, you know, good for you thinking about, oh, I'm going to go work out while I'm just thinking about, I'm I'm just gonna hang out and watch TV. Because, yeah, literally, like you, know, like you know, I'm not I'm not in the worst shape, but also I'm like I, my craft doesn't involve me being like I have to lift this human up. Uh huh. So yeah. I'm like you know pretty solid. I gotta lift a you know a suitcase, and that's that's about it. That's as yeah, far as I like, go. Yeah, thankfully nobody's life is resting in my arm strength because right. yeah, the day that happens is not a good one. <laughs> and you know that's I I, I like to think the people that make me do the physical labor when putting up the circus without mm-hmm. that, I'd be nothing, but that's, you know, <laughs> so, so that, that helps. But like, even then uh, they, they'll see me go to like lift something. They'll be like, Josh, it's, it's all right. You can go do this part. And it's like, thank you so much. You see me as the, 
the and I live for those moments. person that's like, oh, I can't lift this. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. You get one of like the some people guys. would be offended. I'm grateful. Right. No. And I'm like, yeah, please <laughs> lift this thing. I want to go stand over there in the shade because this is mm-hmm. too much for me. And I'm going to have a meltdown if I can't move. Yeah. Uh, I'm breaking down right now. And that's, you know, so the, the tent is as well, but I am also breaking that's, down. <laughs> I'm, I've shut down and good luck to everyone else. Uh, and it's, I think it's just funny when, uh, there's just the people that are like, you know, we all set up the tent, but this guy kind of just, he helps, you know, and mm-hmm. that's me. I'm the guy that helps somewhere or just looks and busy. And we love that. And have oh, no I can idea make myself look so busy. I, I, I can look so busy. I try to get into like the technical stuff like, oh, yeah, I'll mm-hmm. go take down the lights and like, you know, wrap up the wires for sure. And then mm-hmm. be doing that for like hours because some. And I, I will wrap those wires better than you've ever seen a wire wrapped. Yeah, yeah. that's because of my theater degree, though. That's where mm-hmm. I learned how to fold those things. Exactly. Uh, so I don't want to keep you much longer, but uh, can you tell me anything more about uh, Do Portugal? I mean, you're touring with one of the most iconic circuses. What's that like? It's like it. It's it, great. it has a draw. It has a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a massive know, tent. <laughs> Oh, it's, tent is isn't it one of the bigger huge. tent shows here in North America? It must be because she is thick. She's beautiful. I love her. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's super cool. It's very old school, traditional. Um, and they came, oh, I want to say like 10 years ago from Mexico. Because I mean, a lot of people do know the name, but maybe not so much in the States. Right. Um, just depending. Um, but no, it's it is really cool being feeling like you're a part of something so much bigger <laughs> than yourself. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? And especially being a dancer here, I live for just the showgirl numbers and it's just such a, um, yeah. it really is so exciting. And I've met so many cool people and this circus itself obviously has introduced me to the world of circuses, which holds such yeah. a special place in my heart and like learning again, learning trailer living, learning about, you know, which how is, the tent goes up and how it goes down. It's own episode, how to live in it, a trailer it actually could you know what period josh same time next might week be because we part two <laughs> we need yeah, to tell the know, people <laughs> like it, it's living in a college dorm has nothing on living in a trailer absolutely nothing have you ever had to, well i guess you haven't i toured with a show and they uh we didn't stay at the location because it was like a venue show so we would oh stay we had like, that happen in harrisonburg uh, we were far away from the tent and mm-hmm. that nope the stories i could tell the people so we weren't meet yeah, luckily we weren't in a trailer park. We were on these like fairgrounds, which nothing was open because it was winter. Um, yeah. and it was we were it was basically like we were living on a farm, which was hysterical considering we're working for a circus. But yeah. it was it was so odd. It, like we would just look outside and there's just fields and cows, and then we'd have to go put on our showgirl makeup and kick our face for a few yeah. hours. Like it was just a, a very fun juxtaposition. <laughs> now, so as a clown. Would you ever mm-hmm. dive into that world? Because it's like acting. It's very similar to acting. I mean, uh, as long as you can be kind of funny. But yeah, half I mean, the time, you I'm don't hilarious. need to be funny. You don't, like, one thing I've learned as a clown is I could think this is a horrible gag, but someone in the audience is like, mm, that's funny. And, and they like it when you mess up. They're like, I, like the other day, I, I fell, like actually fell. And they're like, ha. That's great. But that's perfect. Yeah. Well, now I've like, you know, this is the worst day of my life. As an (laughs) it's hard to like shut off actor brain and clown brain Mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, goofy clown. And then, but as an actor, I'm like, one, two, walk like this, do this, do this, do that. Would you ever 
experiment 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 playing a clown or being a clown or a comic character that's what i, I don't know guess. yeah that our, our clown here he said he's always making those distinctions too um i don't think so who who is your clown his name is sebastian okay yeah he also plays the saxophone in his act and he is so good at playing the saxophone it blows my socks off every night oh this might but be um the guy okay okay i think i know who you're talking yeah about. you yeah if i you saw must was have he in him. the show he in, yeah he was in charlottesville okay then yeah yeah i know who that is i don't know yeah. him i'd love to know him but i don't know him. <laughs> great guy cool dude um but i don't think so i don't I don't know. I mean, again, I think I'm hilarious. I just don't know if I could take, I think it takes a certain kind of um, backbone to be able to do that. And I don't know if I have it yet. Would you, if if they didn't laugh at me, I think I'd cry and walk off stage. Well, I mean, there are nights and I don't know if you've ever experienced this in this, in your show where there are times where the audience just isn't with you or they're like, Ooh, it's a clown. Ooh, I don't like that. Uh, and you're kind of just out there like making a fool of yourself when they're kind of like well and that's the other thing the clown clowns are so people either love them or they hate them like i i scan tickets um for front of house before the show's here Mm -hmm. and constantly people are like is there a clown and i know and i say yes because there is a clown but i just never their reaction is either oh my gosh yeah we were waiting for that or well well what does he look like is it gonna like they so it's so ah." he doesn't (laughs) do a whole lot of makeup right no yeah, no, see, neither do I, mostly because I'm I'm lazy and I got tired of doing that. And I also mm-hmm. got, you know, a lot, a lot of, not a lot of clowns have beards or facial hair. I do because yeah. I help it finds the human in it. I think that's mm-hmm. the actor in me is finding the human of a character, finding the human of this clown. So true. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, well, if I look like this, I'm a little <laughs> bit more approachable. And they're not uh-huh. like, oh God, it's a white face clown. Um. <laughs> And, yeah. you know, usually I have a full beard. Right now I have a goatee for the listeners. Uh, but it's still, it's kind of like, oh, he looks kind of normal, except mm-hmm. for the big red thing that's on his nose and yeah. the obscene amount of blush that he has on. Exactly. Yep. That, it's always the blush. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Would you say you are living out your circus dream with what, I with am, what you know of the circus I'm so far? S- I'm so living out my circus dream, and I hope to continue living out my circus dreams. I really, it's a good time. I would recommend, I think everybody should run away with the circus at some point. I agree. I think, you know, it's everyone's it builds dream character. to do. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> it teaches you so much. So uh, many things. And it's, it's a fun life to live. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm in a weird position to where I teach at a public school during the week. And then on the weekends I would go out to, if I was touring with a show or working with a show, I would fly out Friday night, do the shows and then Sunday evening, late Sunday night, or Monday morning, I got like you know a, a red eye. I'd catch yeah. a flight, be oh PG by seven a.m. And how did you find shows that only do weekends? It Dang. was a lot of the, multiple clowns and not just one. So sometimes okay, I would go okay, in okay. with my own act, and then sometimes they'd be like, "Okay, so you're gonna do my act, and then mm-hmm. when you're not here, I'll do it." We'll like alternate and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. But then there's sometimes circuses that are just like, you know, I'd like to have you. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah. You're living um, a double life. I am. It's a secret. Don't tell anyone. Uh, I won't. So I end my Everybody show stop listening. <laughs> I end my show with an RQR, which is the random question round. Okay. Um, so I have two questions for you. One, right. if you could start opposite anyone in any musical, dead or alive, who would it be and what show? 
Okay. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Ramin Karimlu, Phantom of the Opera. Of course. We're circling back. Would you play Why Christine? Does... Are you a Christine? Oh, yeah. I... I would play Christine, and we would have the best time ever. <laughs> I dream of playing one of the theater managers one day. That's like a, oh, a goal. Please. It's a goal. That le- The letters like, number? Oh my, oh, my God. Just, you know. Prima Donna? Uh, oh! Yeah. I just, I mean, I can grow the mutton chops, so, like, I got that down. That's all I need to mm-hmm. do, and, you know, uh, they don't have to sing super well, uh, just yeah. enough to get by, and that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, you know, <laughs> I, I ain't no phantom. Uh, um, I'm not tall enough to be a phantom. I'm five six five seven, so, you know, mm-hmm. I'd be a little, a short king phantom, and that's... Hey, nothing wrong with that. that. I could play that other dude, <laughs> the Joseph... Ralph? No, no, the the guy that the Phantom kills halfway through, like, you know, the real creepy dude. I could play him. Yes. Like, 100%. Easily could play him. <laughs> Dream role uh, material. Absolutely. Uh, you know, as a as a straight male theater artist, there's only so many roles you can get away with. Only and, so many. And they and, need to write more. Right. You know, but yeah, no, uh, just kidding. They run enough. Too much. Yeah, it hurt to say uh, that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was no way serious. Please don't cancel me. So that's a great show. I love that show. That's a great answer too. Now, a circus question for you. Mm-hmm. If you had to trade acts with anyone in your current show, what would it be? Are we are we talking realistic or like sky's like, the limit? Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Okay. Well, I do want to one of these days steal one of the motorcycles from one of the guys and just give it a shot. Would Absolutely. I make it out alive? Probably not. But I think I'd had fun while it lasted. I mean, um, it looks fun. It looks so fun. Also, I do get motion sick and dizzy pretty easily. So it's definitely not the act <laughs> for me. But again, I want to know what it feels like. I want to yeah. try. And if not that, then Disa, our swinging trapeze artist, I want to fly around. In the sky, I I want to learn. I want to actually. I just want to uh, be her. The globe of <laughs> death. You know the wheel thing. That's what I. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Oh, the, the hamster wheel, the, where yeah. the guy's like walking the in motorcycle. it. Yeah. No, no, not the motorcycle one. The other one. I don't know. Oh, they, oh, yes, I know what you're talking like about. It looks like a big hamster wheel where someone's just mm-hmm, like walking mm-hmm. on the inside, and then they walk outside. I want to learn yeah. how to do that. I feel like I, I can know, make I a clown bit out of that. Or uh, oh, easily. The current showman, we have a. Uh, this couple and it's a motorcycle on a high wire and oh, it's god amazing i mean i don't want to drive the motorcycle i just want to sit on the bottom half of mm-hmm. where the you know that but that, yeah yeah that makes me nervous just hearing about it which i guess it's is pretty, the point yeah yeah <laughs> circus. And you can, it, it's so fun watching those kind of acts uh you mm-hmm. know and watching the audience and they're like Oh fuck! Oh fuck! What happens if? Exactly. Oh god! Yeah, you know. But... Especially when you know the the performer, it's so very much just another Tuesday for them. Yeah, they're kind of and everybody's like, like you know, shitting their pants. Like five minutes ago, <laughs> we we're talking about, hey, uh, what'd you do today? And then yeah. you know, all these other people are freaking out, mm-hmm. and it's it's great. That's what I love about the circus is it's like your normal job where you're like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna go do this thing. Oh, hang on one second, let me go climb a high wire. And, yeah, real quick. You know, risk my life, and then we can continue right this back. conversation on last night's episode of Jeopardy that we both loved. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. well, Julia, we've reached the end of the somewhat happy hour, and huh. 
I want to say this was very much a happy hour. Sometimes it it's so not, was, but it was a oh. happy hour. And um, so thank you for for joining me. Thank you for uh, uh, responding when I reached out to you to be like, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? Uh, hey, so, I loved so it. I I thank you. Um, I don't have any drinks, but cheers. Um, cheers with our tea. Thank you. Oh yeah, that's right. I have tea somewhere. There it is. Uh, so cheers. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, and thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Somewhat Happy Hour. Yes. Thank you again so much for having me. This was a blast. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. The drinks are over and we hope that you know. If you're feeling down, just join the past. It's the somewhat happy hour with Josh Fest. Thank <laughs> you.